listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hey everybody, welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast, in person, live and in person. <laughs> is, is of the time of this recording. Sure, right. We're live. Yeah, so it's me, John, and Tiny. All three of us. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit. When two or more are gathered, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. That's right. So, wow, that puts a lot more. I got to take a lot of jokes off the table, <laughs> you know? You got to know your audience. That's right. <laughs> uh, I put a lot of pressure on me. I'll forget about it, though. Now, how was your week, Tiny? It's all right. Well, it's only been like, what, four days <laughs> since we recorded? We recorded just a few days ago. Yeah. I will say this. I'm glad that we're back on on track, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, you know, I agree. I mean, uh, internet shows, and we've talked about this on the show, so I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but there's a little bit of a delay. Yeah. It just throws everything off. Yeah. If yeah, you just, didn't listen to the Cajun Curl ad, like if you're one of those people who fast forwards it, you need to listen to the, to the one. It was the funniest part of the show to me. It was pretty funny. Yeah. We topped it in a Patreon show. It wasn't the same thing, but the stuff we were talking about in the Patreon show at the end was, that was prime, that was prime <laughs> content right there. Yeah. I was laughing and I was one of the ones, I said some of it, you know? Yes. <laughs> and I feel like the, all that would have been funnier if we would have been in the same Absolutely. room. Yeah. Because we would have been playing off of each other. Sure. It wouldn't have been like, Okay, I want to talk, but if I start talking, like, is he going to... Right. Because there's a delay. It messes it up. Yeah, and is he lagging? Am I lagging? Mm -hmm. Uh, I know. It's difficult. I had one joke. I don't remember what it was, but I I thought I had this pretty good line, but you didn't hear it. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I start talking, saying something else after this somewhat awkward silence, and then you start laughing because you finally got got it. Yeah, I got it. I know. It's it's difficult. (laughs) Credit to us for bringing a show to the people, though. (laughs) Yes. Now, the crazy thing is, is we had to record via the internet because I was potentially exposed to flu, correct? (laughs) Not COVID. Not COVID. The flu. The flu, which a lot of baby boomers have claimed the flu's went away since COVID came around. <laughs> right. But then, but those same baby boomers say that the flu like kills more people. Sure, right. So, yeah, who I knows? It's weird. The logic on all that is is why I'm done arguing on the internet. Uh, but uh, then I find out the very next day that uh, my boss friend and boss uh doesn't have the flu and we could have recorded in person he just has a cold so i know huge face palm yeah i know it's tough it was and tough I, getting that and i told probably. tara i was like hey just so you know all that trouble me and john went through yep. to appease you and your sensibilities turns out he has a cold right and just she a cold. Was, and she was like well i wouldn't want a cold either yeah i know so. the said the same thing <laughs> she's like i regret nothing <laughs> Oh, uh, anyways, uh, that was that was a wild. I went back to recording in my closet. You know, I hadn't done that in a long time. So <laughs> right, I forgot all about that. But uh, it was a. I thought we put out a pretty good show, oh, considering so credit considering, to us. Absolutely, yeah. credit to us for doing a good job. But now we're going to put out an even better show. Yeah, let's not set the bar too high. <laughs> You know, let's just see what we can do. I don't know. I think we got some pretty good material. What do you got this week? Uh, Well, we're going to talk about smart toilets. Okay. Everybody loves smart toilets. Um, We're going to talk about toe popping gone awry. Okay. I'm I'm just going to assume it's a dance craze on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. 
And then we're going to talk, we are going to talk a, a TikTok story since I'm active on TikTok. I have a TikTok story as right. well. There you go. Okay. Well, I am going to talk about a mother and daughter business, so to speak. Okay. A crypto trading hamster. But I wanted to start off with this. Uh, have you, do you follow any of the Taliban on social media? I, yeah. I mean, you know me. <laughs> yes. I'm always looking for a laugh. <laughs> Apparently, they're having the time of their life. <laughs> if you've logged on and looked at any pictures, they've been having so much fun that Afghanistan's new defense minister has actually rebuked them Oh, and said that Taliban foot soldiers need to stop having so much fun and taking selfies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Taliban soldiers are basically college sorority girls. <laughs> yeah, you know? I think so. When we get down to it, same people, just in two different worlds. But you know what? I can understand it. I mean... First of all, you're getting paid yeah. whatever they want to pay you. Yeah. And you've been fighting. You've been... Oh, yeah, 20-year war, really. Blazed across the country, took it back from the United States. Yeah. Most you know, powerful military in the world. Handed us a big ale, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, big one. Yeah. And then you roll up into Kabul, and you see all the super fun things that capitalism has brought you, like fairs and sure. amusement parks Black and Black helicopter, <laughs> helicopters. Those yeah. two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just want to, you know, you just want to enjoy it. Sure. I mean, to the victory go the spoils, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, this comes from businessinsider.com. Since the Taliban seized control of Kabul on August 15th, rank and file soldiers have been making the most of the city. While off duty, according to reports, Taliban fighters have been visiting the animals at Kabul Zoo, riding bumper cars at amusement parks taking part in impromptu wrestling and kicking back at an abandoned mansion in the nation's capital. Okay. The Wall Street Journal reported that Afghanistan's new defense minister, the son of Taliban founder, has told the soldiers to stop having so much fun and focus on the task at hand, which, what is the task at hand? Yeah. Rooting out uh, left behind Americans and executing them? I guess like finding women who can read, you know? <laughs> and stomping them out. Sure, yeah, no, getting rid of that. <laughs> yes. that I mean, I've said it before. That's where we went wrong, right? You know? Right. You know what, Tiny? <laughs> if if Tara couldn't read, we could have recorded the podcast in person last week. You know? I mean... <laughs> as horribly sexist as that is, you make a compelling point. <laughs> I, the, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the facts. You know? yeah, yes. Stick to the task you have been aside, said Mahwali Muhammad Yaoub. Nailed it. I mean, that was impressive. <laughs> that rolled off your tongue. I was not expecting that. I have a friend who did a two years in Afghanistan okay. as a missionary. So, so. Oh, okay, so yeah. the transitive property of languages, <laughs> right. you've got it. Okay, I've just uh, probably absorbed it through osmosis. Sure, of course. In an audio message released Thursday, per the Wall Street Journal, "quote You are damaging our status, which has been created with the blood of our ma- martyrs." Brand awareness is always important. <laughs> yes. You you know you should think about which, that. I mean, any I organization. Thought- <laughs> I thought they said before that this was like the new and fun Taliban. Sure, this wasn't right. going to be the old Taliban. This is not your father's Taliban. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In a recent speech, the media outlet reported that Moali Yaoub told soldiers that they need to stop taking so many selfies because it can compromise the security of Taliban officials. When these photos end up on social media, 
He reportedly said that it can give away the locations and activities of the group's leadership because, you know, people look on there like, yeah. oh, they're riding the bumper cars. Sure, right. Yeah, let's no, go, we know where they are. Let's, let's go grenade the, the bumper yeah. car ride. Right, let's send a surface-to-air <laughs> missile there or uh, whatever to there, yeah. yeah. The Wall Street Journal reported that he also disciplined soldiers for driving too fast and for adopting Western fashions. He oh. said that Taliban fighters should no longer sport shoulder-length hair, stylish clothing, and white high-top sneakers. Okay. That'll get you every time. <laughs> this is the behavior of the warlords and gangsters of the puppet regime, talking about our government, the sure. one that we put in place yes. <laughs> when we went over there. <laughs> yeah. Was that Karzai? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The defense minister reportedly warned the soldiers, referring to the U.S.-backed government that the Taliban overthrew, if we continue to act like this, God forbid we will lose our Islamic system. Oh, i.e. saying women are going to read. Yeah. They're going to wear bikinis and quit sure. wearing burkas. Maybe maybe drive a car. <laughs> yes. Oh, the horror. I mean, you know? who knows what, what right. we'll do to this if we sure if we just have fun riding these bumper cars and taking these swan paddle boats out on the lake. Next thing you know, women are wearing slacks. <laughs> yeah, no. <you> know? <laughs> and letting their hair down. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Since the Taliban's makeover, Taliban fighters have also taken violent actions reminiscent of their brutal rule in the late 1990s. In August, fighters reportedly set an Afghan woman on fire for bad cooking. Okay, feel bad about all my jokes now. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll hit a little close to home. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but really, what did she cook? <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> how bad was it? Okay, terrible joke incoming. But meatloaf five days in a row. That's, that's, that's enough, okay? <laughs> Look, I just want mine to cook something, you know? Like anything. In early September, insiders Aliyah Shalib wrote that the Taliban raped and beat a gay man in Kabul, which... That's I mean, that's how you teach a gay man not to yeah. be gay is you rape him, sure. right? <laughs> well, I would think regardless of your sexual orientation, you don't want to be raped, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it seems weird if you have a problem with, <laughs> like, man-on-man sexual relations, then you should not engage in that yourself as a way to teach that person a lesson. Yeah, like, you shouldn't be gay. Right. And to show you how bad being gay is, we're going to rape you. <laughs> You're sending mixed signals here, you know? You really are. I mean, come on. Golly. On Friday, a witness said that the fighters had hanged a body from a crane in the city square. You gotta uh, if you're kinda, like a yeah, tack, if you're tacked on the end there. Yeah, so. If you're a totalitarian regime, you gotta hang somebody every now and then. You I know, mean, there's really no what you end do. to the things you're gonna do. But yeah. I just I would actually like to commend the Taliban soldiers. What's this dude's name? Oh, I don't know, but you said it beautifully. <laughs> hang on. Don't let Molly tell you what to do. Yeah. Y'all are the ones fighting, not him. <laughs> y'all took the city, not him. If y'all want to ride the bumper cars, ride the bumper cars. Yeah. If you want to take selfies on the swan paddle boats, then you go <laughs> do that. Okay? Don't let Molly tell you what yeah. to do. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures of them on the paddle boats. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like AK-47s and one RPGs. Dude a, one dude had a rocket-propelled grenade yes, launcher. I know. <laughs> out, a, out there on the swan boat. I was like, their Navy looks impressive. <laughs> you know? I tell you what, their Navy looks more fun than our Navy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I don't know if it's as effective, but man, especially on a beautiful day. Well. You're out there just having a blast. I, you know, these guys have been, they've been up in the hills and the hollers of Afghanistan for 20 years fighting a, a brutal war, really. Yeah. And, uh, 
I mean, they should be able to let their hair down. Well, what would you do? I would do the same thing. I would do the exact same thing. Yeah. But eating ice cream and yeah. out on the paddle boats and all that. And I tell you what, I think in the end, this may be how capitalism wins Absolutely. Yeah. You let them get a little <laughs> taste of it. You get a little taste of, of how yeah. good it can be. And yeah. they, you know what? We, I know that we come from a long line of men who, like, you know, tortured women to death and raped gay men. Sure. And did all this violent stuff, but... Dude, this paddle boat is right. the bomb. Hey, you know what's more fun than raping a man <laughs> riding on a paddle boat? Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's really, we can collapse the whole thing with that. Just give them a good old-fashioned U.S. capitalism. And a lot of, like, 20-something Americans will be really mad because they have a free market over there. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you and, what. And union workers like Tiny, too. If we can get them uh, free Netflix subscriptions, oh, yeah. it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, no. No, he's stuck. <laughs> they do need, I don't know, they obviously have internet access. Yeah. I don't know what all they could get on, but, I mean, just just... Chill out on YouTube for a few hours. See what's going on. And follow that, some like <laughs> vlog of something, you know. And that is how Earth Oddity Podcast won the war without firing a <laughs> shot. Right. <laughs> what if we became huge in Afghanistan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the number one podcast of the Taliban. Like we're sitting here talking about how much more fun all this other stuff is. And one of them's like, you know what? They're right. Yeah. No, this is real. I, I don't like killing people. <laughs> this you tiny know? guy makes a good point. Why should I do what? My Wally tells me yeah. what to do. You know, it'd be fun to see a lot of women in bikinis. <laughs> yeah. You know, that'd be really awesome. I mean, as fun as this swan paddle boat is, yeah, it'd be a lot more fun if there's a whole lot of bikini girls on it with me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just don't teach them to read, y'all. Okay. <laughs> John supports you in that endeavor. Yeah, right. I mean, you don't want a boat or nothing like that either. <laughs> but they won't get to that point if you don't teach them how to read. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those things that's going to be clipped out of here and will <laughs> yeah, get me fired from my job or something, <laughs> yeah. you know? And Snopes, they'll be uh, fact-checking and oh, saying, well, sure. this is supposedly supposed to be satire. They well, claim yeah. it's satire. And then they'll be like, you know, 40% of women who voted in the first presidential election they were eligible could could read, you know, fact-check mm-hmm. untrue. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Well, let's talk about getting fired, which will never happen to Tiny because he's a member of a union, <laughs> yeah. and you pretty much have to do... I don't know what you have to do to get fired at your job. Anything? You have to make the union president angry at you. Okay. That's right. a surefire way to That's get fired. <laughs> are, you the, are you on like the union board or anything? No. Are you interested in like becoming a union boss or whatever? No. You should. I mean, imagine I sh- the power, Tiny. <laughs> well, you know, you can just like walk in and be like, we will, I'll take every worker out of here right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know what? It just, uh, look, I don't want to disparage anybody, but, you know, being a, uh, I guess being a member of a union, that's just kind of what you do yeah. when you work at a union plan. I mean, yes, you don't have to. Right. If you don't want anyone sitting by you in the break room, <laughs> you don't want like, if you want to actually talk to people and have friends sure. and not have everybody you work with try to make your job worse, <laughs> then that's just, you just, you know, pay 2%. Okay. Yeah. 2%? It's 2% is your wow. dues. Okay. Every week? Every check? Uh, Yeah, of okay. the year. And they like homeowners where you just got to write a check every now and then mm-hmm. for they, Yeah, they, they hold uh. it down your wages. But, I mean, if you could get on the homeowners board and like a union <laughs> board or whatever you guys yeah. have. That might be you. Might be the most powerful man in Norfolk. Well, the problem is is having to work your way up. Because if you're a union steward, you basically 
you have to listen to every time someone's got a problem. Uh, they're going to come whining to you, yeah. and you got to listen to them. And even when they're in the wrong, you got to represent them and take their side. Meanwhile, you got the boss oh, you complaining have to take about the side. Yeah, because you not go in there and be like, "Hey, my man's got a complaint," but yeah, he was late that day or whatever. Well, I'm sure that kind of stuff happens yeah. behind closed doors. But you, I mean, if you go get a lawyer and you don't want him sure. siding with the judge, do no. you? Well, it's not his job. Sometimes a lawyer might go, "Hey, tiny." Yes, you did commit murder, you know, and so I can't represent you as if you didn't. I don't know. I but don't not know if it's a works. public defender. I don't know. I was about to say, you have to have, like, a, I mean, let's say Jeffrey Dahmer, he had someone to represent him. But I just wouldn't think as a lawyer I would want to represent a case I would lose that I knew was like no, a, absolutely you know, not. I, but I would imagine that's when that happens. That's when you get plea a bargain. public defender. <laughs> well, yeah, plea bargain is what you do, right? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I just want you to become a powerful union boss. You know, <laughs> they can go around like crack people's legs with a with a stick or tossing something. Molotov cocktails. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the only thing I know about the union is Jimmy Hoffa movies that I've watched. So, right. Uh, I don't know. Um but I will he, say it's not the seventies anymore. Okay. But the seventies was not that long ago. So No, you're right. It yeah. wasn't. I was born in the seventies. So um anyways back to getting fired. Okay. okay. <laughs> Which you will never, never happen to Tiny because he got some guy that go in there complain <laughs> to the boss for him because he can't. He's not responsible enough to do it himself. I guess Look, I don't I'm know not going to get works. fired because I'm the best employee that they have down there. there you go. So That's right. <laughs> they would be. They would have to be idiots to fire me. It's very hard to get fired if you're good at your job. Yeah, I've found in life. <laughs> uh, usually, they don't let those people go. I mean, unless they're a woman, right? You know, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm going to get labeled a woman hater. They're just like, <laughs> they're like such available jokes there. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, FedEx fires a driver who refused to deliver to homes. You want to guess why? Uh, They weren't, they didn't know if they were vaccinated or not. No. Well, no, but that could be it. Um, those homes uh, had flags representing Black Lives Matter and the Biden administration. Okay. FedEx employee Vincent Paterno. Uh, no relation to Joe Paterno that I'm aware of, who people forget covered up rape at Penn State. All right. Not just rape. But Child rape. Pedo rape. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. At Penn State. Just like to point that out. I'm sorry if you're a Penn State fan. You probably don't like hearing that, but that happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, he mocked Kamala Harris's name with a virgil, vir- vulgar term via TikTok because that's where all grown men go. <laughs> Now it's TikTok. A former FedEx driver who vowed in a profanity-laced video to never deliver packages to houses championing the Black Lives Ladder. Ba- <laughs> Take a deep breath. Black Lives Matter movement. Joe Biden or Kamala Harris has since been fired and now won't be delivering packages to any houses at all. Uh, first reported on Friday, the delivery company terminated employee Vincent Paterno, who was 39, much too old to make a decision like this, after catching wind of a TikTok video in which Paterno smugly states that he will not extend services to any house with a flag representing BLM, the president, or the VP, using a vulgar term to mock Kamala Harris's first name. What's up? I'm going to read... 
what it's got here. What's okay. up, TikTok? Just wanted to come on here and let you all know, if you don't have a flag in front of your house, and if you have a Joe Biden, Kamala effing camel toe posted up in front of your house, Black Lives Matter, I will not deliver your stuff, Paterno said, visibly wearing a FedEx uniform. Hmm. I will not deliver your stuff, he reiterated. I will bring back bringing that back to the station, and I will keep doing that. Have a good day. So, hmm. I wonder he got fired for that. Yeah, right. no. <laughs> Shocking! Look, this is when you take all the stuff you read on Facebook a little too seriously. <laughs> you know, I just uh, imagine making a viral social media video where you say you're not going to do your job. Right. Imagine that gets you fired from exactly. your job. Well, he <laughs> apparently he's not a member of the union at FedEx. <laughs> you know, I probably would have got him. He'd have got shifted to another department or yeah. something. Right. Somebody wrote, like one of the commenters wrote, somebody tagged me in his weepy apology video after he gets fired. <laughs> Hold on a second. Cause I was sitting here thinking, Okay, if I'm this dude's boss, like that makes perfect sense. I mean, he's he made the company look bad. Yeah, it's it's about it's not about stifling his free speech. It's about you made FedEx look right. bad. You're saying you're not going to do your job. Yeah, you know, well, and for, maybe if the dude's like a really really good employee, you like make him apologize, like make him do another. But yeah. even still, decision making doesn't seem to be a strong suit. <laughs> right. You know. Like, <laughs> I just feel like he should probably have not at least shown his uniform, right? Mm-hmm. You know, lo- the logo on his uniform or whatever, and then let the internet try to track him down, which they would have done. They would have done. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. they would have done. But here's, also, here's my plan. Yeah. How about you just not say any of that stupid stuff? How about you use social media, which is what it's supposed to be used for, which is. Sharing funny memes. Yeah, right. And laughing at, you know, how we all got fat since high school. Yes. You know, like the whatever star cheerleader ended up, you Far know. Far side comics. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, stuff like that. That's what social media is for. I mean. Yeah. I, look, I really hope I'm not blowing anybody's mind by saying this, <laughs> but I guarantee you not one single person took down their Black Lives Matter flag. <laughs> right. Or their Joe boat Joe Biden sign because he posted that video on oh, TikTok. Not yeah. one, John. Not one. He did not change one mind. Well, maybe if you're waiting, like imagine <laughs> your what was the game thing that you got Steam Deck. Imagine <laughs> yes. it's been like you know you're waiting to get it delivered and you saw this. <laughs> you're like, oh, let me go roll up this Black Lives Matter sign. I tell you what, I'll put it back out as soon as I get it. <laughs> If my Steam Deck was coming, but I couldn't get it because I had like a Trump 2020 flag, it would be down immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you bring up an interesting point. You know, of course, everybody on the internet went nuts and and hated this guy immediately. Uh, But I feel like if he would have made the same video just about like if you had a Trump 2020 flag, he would have had like a GoFundMe for legal (laughs) expenses. (laughs) He would have gotten hired by somebody else, you know, and everybody would have been cheering him because he's brave. Google would have been like, we could use a guy like you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Look, our Facebook fact checker department needs another guy. (laughs) You come on in here. I like yes. the cut of this guy's gym. <laughs> Let's get him on in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That's just how the world works now. Yeah. Oh, he's so brave. He's courageous for speaking <laughs> out. You know? You're like, no, nah, it's wrong either way. And also, I disagree with this guy. Like, uh, Kamala Harris's politics aside, she does not wear tight enough pants for you to see any kind of toe of any sort. That's just wrong. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that refers to. <laughs> Me either. You know, like, does yeah. she have a pet camel? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. I mean, Weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you would say that. Not to mention Joe Camel, he resembles like male anatomy. So go figure. <laughs> you know, growing up, my dad used to give me free cigarette merchandise all the time. Yeah. Have I talked come about on, Camel Cash? Oh, no. Well, I would have, <laughs> you know, like the salesman would come in or okay. whoever was stocking it and we'd be like, well, here's a set of Joe Camel glasses for you. Mm-hmm. Or I had like Joe Camel. I wore Camel t shirts all through high school and Marlboro stuff and all kind of stuff. That's what made you so cool in middle That's school. Everybody's <laughs> like, well, this guy's cool right here. And I'm like, no, I have a cool cigarette shirt on, you know, cool with a K, bro. <laughs> Yeah, and I would have like I would get like Marlboro watches and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it's crazy. I mean, they would just give it all away, and then all that stuff kind of got outlawed because it made kids like me go to the back of Journey's Inn and put a dollar seventy five and quarters <laughs> in a cigarette machine and get cigarettes and smoke them. So, yeah, yeah. which was wild. They had cigarette vending machines. No ID necessary. Nothing. You just go in there and get them. You know? I bet that's a good way to sell a lot of cigarettes to kids, though. <laughs> you better believe it, buddy. And like we would, you know, <laughs> I'm sure my mom knows about all this. Is we're like 14, you know, 15. Yeah. Like ride our bicycles over there. We didn't know. Like we don't know anything about cigarettes. So we like buy a pack of Virginia Slims, you know, <laughs> like smoking those. Go back buy like some Winston's and then yeah. get a pack of Newports on the next one. And then the next thing you know. Young John has like his favorite brand. Yeah, like, right. oh, I don't smoke those. No, I smoke like, these. I'm like, let's go Marlboro Light, and I'm going to get the 100s because it's a little bit longer. More suck for your buck, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, Deidre Ham hates cigarettes. Oh, I'm, I'm not a fan either. Hates. I think buy, like, you could smoke, you could light up a cigarette right now, wouldn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. She hates them. But if I, if I like walk into a convenience store and somebody, you know, pay for my gas or whatever, and somebody's smoking at 10 a.m. in the morning, this happens. I'll get home that afternoon and she'll be like, you smell like cigarettes. Yeah, that's all it takes, yeah. dude. I'm with her. Right. It does not take I don't any even time. know. I, you walk by somebody who's like smoking a cigarette, yeah. you're going to get home and smell like But them. then like, I'm like, well, if, if you're offended by it, I should have bought a pack and smoked them. Like, was <laughs> it, you know, like, why are you mad at me? I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not offended by it. It just stinks. It's like <laughs> everyone's smoking like turds. <laughs> and you see what I'm saying? Like, if you want to smoke turds, you go right ahead. Yeah. But why would I don't understand why people smoke turds when they could smoke a cigar? Right. It smells like heaven. I think that's what heaven smells <laughs> yeah, like. I agree. Or like pipe smoke. Pops are great. Or, my my goodness, like yeah. cotton candy vape, please. Bring on your <laughs> cotton candy vape all day long. I'm not a fan of the vapes just because it's like too weird for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, if people are like, well, no, like you're only inhaling whatever, air vapor or whatever, water vapor. And I'm like, well, that seems kind of lame, guys. Like, cowboys (laughs) conquered the West smoking tobacco and and getting cancer. Right. That's the way it's supposed to happen. Dude, if I could wave my Harry Potter magic wand and turn all cigarettes into vapes, I would do it right now. Not because I necessarily like vape, but, dude, I want to smell cookies and brownies all day long over cigarettes. My gracious. Well, you know, I was talking about Deidre getting mad at me. She got mad at me this morning. Uh-oh. Um, 
she got every day I wake the kids up, I get them ready to go to school, right? Mm-hmm. That's part of what I do as being the greatest husband on the face of the earth. Right. right. Well, Sundays, she usually wakes up before me and I'll wake up and go take a shower. And so I get out of the shower and she's like, Hey, I've already um I've all she said two things. Number one, stop swinging that around. And number two, <laughs> I've already woke all the kids up. Libby's supposed to be getting in the shower. Thomas is getting in the shower now. Hudson's going to get in after. I'm like, great. So I go make my coffee, eat my little protein bar and all that. She hollers, is Libby in the shower? I holler back, I don't know. I'm down here drinking coffee. <laughs> She's upstairs. So a little while later, I finish uh, my coffee. I go brush my teeth. And she's like, it's like maybe 10 minutes for time to go. And she's like, well, is Libby done and out of the shower? I'm like, I, I don't know. You know, I've been downstairs. <laughs> and I was like, but I'll go up and check on her. Of course, Libby's laying in the bed playing on her iPad or whatever. And I'm like, Libby, if we're leaving in 10 minutes. You're already supposed to get a shower. She like bolted out of the bed, got a shower. Come back down, tell Dieter, well, Libby's just now getting in the shower. And then she gets mad at me. And I'm like, hey, uh, you should be mad at Libby, you know? Like she's like, well, you have forty five minutes to make sure she's in the shower. I, I hollered and told you to ask and see if she's in the shower, and I'm like, still, you're getting mad at the wrong person. <laughs> like you already told Libby to get in the shower. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but yeah. that's the same thing here. When Eli does stuff, like there's a certain threshold where I guess I guess Tara's like going over. Eli's head to me. Like yeah. that's the her equivalent of speaking to the manager. <laughs> you know? And there's been plenty of times I've sat Eli aside and been like, Eli, you're killing me. Yeah, no, okay? I've had to do that too. I was, I've told him, I'm like, your mom's not mad at you right now. <laughs> Even though you're the one that screwed up, <laughs> right? She's mad at me. Now, do you think I'm just gonna take all that crap and not pour it right back out on you? No. <laughs> But, there's a there's a famous union saying, crap rolls downhill. If I'm going to get it, you better believe you're going to get it. So you better straighten up and do what you're being told you because go. you're fixing to get in trouble from me and her. Well, where I made my mistake was pointing out how I get up and get the kids ready every day. <laughs> and I don't need any assistance in that. I just handle it. And, uh, you know, this one instance, I was enjoying a cup of coffee watching TikTok or whatever. <laughs> I didn't do it. And for some reason, I'm unjustly getting in trouble. (laughs) And so that made the ride to church really awkward. Mm -hmm. And then that made uh, the sitting by each other during the sermon really awkward. (laughs) But by the time we got to Sunday school, everything was cool. Everything was cool. And uh, she had had enough time to cool off and realize that I was correct. <laughs> this is a Libby issue. She's 11 years old. You know, like, <laughs> right. she don't, If you tell her to get in the shower, she knows how to get in the shower. We ain't got to go up there and wash her hair or anything, you know? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so John Horton asked me to teach Sunday school on Saturday, mm-hmm. right? So he texts me, uh, hey, can you teach Sunday school? Uh, of course, like, sure. But here's the problem with that, Tiny. Number one, I haven't been to our church in like three Sundays. <laughs> Has it been that long? Yeah, yeah. Hey, go because uh, Thomas played it at another church one Sunday. My uncle Chris's funeral was one Sunday, and I was camping last Sunday. Right, mm-hmm. so at least three Sundays haven't been there. I have no idea where we are in the book. <laughs> if I had a book, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing: I had a book until Saturday night on the camp out, and they were like, "Man." We, we got to start a fire. Everything's wet and all that. Oh, no. And they're like, everybody go look, see if you can find like some cardboard or something like that. 
And so I didn't get up and go. And everybody came back from their vehicle and was like, I don't have anything. And I was like, y'all, I got my Sunday school book. You burned your Sunday school book? That was a teacher's edition, John. No, it wasn't a teacher's edition. It was just a regular student one. And my friend was like, the Lord wants us to have that book. Like He wants us to start a fire, John. And so I had to go get it. I wouldn't be so sure, Kenny. We started. We started. I mean, we started a great fire with it, by the way. Did you set it on fire by, like, cursing and taking the Lord's name in vain? No, I didn't. I thanked the Lord for the sacrifice of his materials so that we could warm a bunch of soaked kids up, you know. Because, you know, like, you've, you've camped, Tiny. When yes, you're I wet have. and everything it's, and cold. It makes everything worse. Yeah. A yeah. fire is like. It's like an instant mood changer for some reason. Dude, it's an instant mood changer if you're not wet. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. it's just it's fun. It's like something primal yeah. in man loves to sit right. there and stare at a fire. So we, so. And, of course, all the wood was wet. We needed something. You know, mm-hmm. like I'd, I know several tricks, star fire, wet wood and everything. So we had done, got everything ready, and all we needed was something just to ignite it because mm-hmm. there's no way to get tender to do it. And right. My Sunday school book was sacrificed. So I showed up and I was like, well, look, I'm going to just, I'm just going to tell everybody that story and we're going to go through the lesson together and learn about Jesus together, you know? <laughs> but then nobody was in Sunday school except me and Deidre until. And John was like, Phew. yeah, right. <laughs> me and Deidre were like, well, we're just going to hang out up here and talk, and, you know? And I was like, that's great. And I went over, like, look, I'm sorry I didn't help with the kids. She's like, oh, it's not that big a deal. I was just mad because Libby's hair was wet and is getting her shirt wet and blah, 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 whatever, you know? Yeah. So we both apologized to each other. And uh, and then everything was cool. I was like, man, we're about to have, like, 30, 45 minutes of alone time of just me and you just talking, you know, <laughs> like, just back to normal, no kids, nothing. And uh, and then Nick showed up, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't teach a lesson anyways that when that happened. I just talked to him because I was like, this would be even more awkward with only two people and me in here. So mm-hmm. anyways, I burnt my Sunday school book. Forgive me, Lord, <laughs> for that. And it wasn't a Bible, though. You know, I didn't burn a Bible. Right. Yeah. You Every, just burned a book that has passages from the Bible sure, in it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but there... There are plenty of Bibles out there with those same passages in it. And there are more Sunday school books. And <laughs> we needed a fire. Like I don't tell I can't tell you how low everyone was. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the Lord wants. Otherwise, there would have been some cardboard or something in somebody else's vehicle. No. How did we get on this subject? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. We went from FedEx to this. All right, John. Well, what's your opinion on buttocks augmentations i could use some you know <laughs> yes. i really could i like could that use episode some. of king of the hill yeah right uh, yes <laughs> well in los angeles a mother and daughter have been accused of what they call outlaw buttocks augmentations okay there's an outlaw <laughs> yes. is it like a biker's game well i mean to me it sounds like an upgrade <laughs> than like just your regular sure standard augmentation do you want that or do you want the outlaw <laughs> <laughs> A little more souped up, you know? know, not street legal. <laughs> like these are the ones that you that you can fit the. Uh, I'm trying to think of some fancy designer brand of jeans. Oh, um, but it's, I haven't worn those since the '90s. So <laughs> <laughs> all I know is Levi. You I know, know. <laughs> like, like uh, Jinkos, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's our go-to. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tara, she used to wear these like $75 pants back when we first got married. What were they called? Like Miss Me or something? Oh, I have no idea. Miss Me Jeans. Anyway, all I'm trying to say is you need the outlaw buttons sure. for those. To re- yeah. You really want to support those. Yeah, right. Have the rhinestones and their... Get your they, whole, get the whole Wrangler logo across <laughs> the backside of They go pre-ripped. I doubt You don't this. have to waste a bunch of time doing work out in the yard sure. to get them looking like that. Libby's got ripped jeans. That's all the fad now, you know. Is it back? Yeah. Oh, it's back. I had a pair of jeans once that had like, you know, several holes in them. And Tara was like, why do you wear those? And I'm like... Well, because I don't want to pay a hundred dollars right. for for some like from the store like this. Right. Well, I got I earned these holes. Another time, I got in trouble too. I'm sorry, Tiny. Yeah, <laughs> think about it. So I do the laundry. The boys do their laundry. Thomas and Hudson. They're old enough to do their laundry. Libby's getting there. She just can't really reach all the way down to the wash machine. So I just do it. Uh, but so Hudson was doing this laundry last week and Dieter was like, well, where's your jeans? And he was like, well, dad told me I didn't have to wash them. And I was like, well, I, I never, <laughs> I never said that, you know, I said, get your laundry and come and do it. He was like, well, no, you remember you told me like you can wear a pair of jeans a couple of times for they need to get washed. He's like, Which I'm only, <laughs> right, I know. Which I'm only washed. I've only worn these pair once this week to school, so I'll wash them after next week and I'll wear them. And uh, I was like, yeah, that, that sounds honest, perfectly that makes fine. perfect sense right. to me. It appalled Dieter. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How can you do that? You know? And I was like, listen here, princess. Not everybody operates in the same world as you do. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing in your blue jeans to get them so dirty they need to be washed after one time? You know? Not to mention you're going to need a new pair of blue jeans. Yeah, like, I mean, you're just going to. On a monthly basis <laughs> right. if you wash them that much. And they take so long to dry. You know? know, like you're running, you using extra energy and everything. I'm like, I'm I mean, thinking about to, the environment. You here. need to wear them once just to get them good and broke in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when they come out of the dryer, they're going to be super yeah. shrunk up again. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I guess I put mine on after they come out of the dryer, you know, first wear. And I'm like, Dieter, look, this first, you know, this is the last time you'll see my butt for a couple of weeks. You know? yes. <laughs> They're hugged up on me right now. You better go and look. You want to take a picture, something like that. Anyways. So. Anyway, okay. Uh, back to the outlaw buttocks augmentation. Los Angeles. A mother and daughter have been arrested in Southern California on suspicion of performing, quote, outlaw buttocks augmentation procedures on women, including including one who even uh, died from the procedure. Oh, wow. Libby Adame, 51, and Alicia Galiz, 23, are accused of performing the inherently unsafe FDA-unapproved cosmetic procedures at non-medical facilities, the Los Angeles Police Department said in a statement. Neither are a licensed medical provider in California, and their clients were recruited through Instagram. Now, see, this is why you need to stay away from these Instagram. Wow. What am I trying to like schemes? Yeah, right. If if you see a woman advertising uh, butt lifts on Instagram, yeah, you should probably go to an actual plastic surgeon. I, yeah, well, I think you would want someone who has an MD after their, yes, you know, in their title or whatever. Yeah, not someone just talking into their phone while Sir Mix a Lot <laughs> plays in the background talking about how much money you're going to save. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what goes into butt implants though. It may not be that difficult. It could might be something and you could start up as a side business. <laughs> You know? Well, let's let's read about what's going to happen to these two women before we start <laughs> nailing down some business plans. We call it butt mead. <laughs> <laughs> butt oddity. 
The women were taken into custody last month in the city of Riverside. It wasn't immediately known what charges they might face or whether they have attorneys who could speak on their behalf. If John had his way, they would have no attorney exactly. because none would have, be forced to take their case. I don't think attorneys are forced to take a <laughs> case outside of a public def- a defender. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, yeah. but yeah, public defender. Like at some point down the line, if you're like the low lawyer on the totem poles, like, sorry. I'm, yeah, you got to do you this. You got to represent right. this guy. Yeah. And everybody who asks say, well, I'm a public defender. I have to represent this guy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not like, it's not like I'm doing a good job. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna calm down, y'all. An arrest warrant was issued after a woman who underwent the, quote, outlaw buttocks augmentation. I mean, I wonder if that's what they advertised. Like, was that the actual name of it? <laughs> yeah. It's not a. It's not a bad it's name. It's not a bad you know? name. Yes, I mean it's not a bad. I mean, name. if I was at the uh, the plastic surgery center and the yeah. little guy in the white lab coat is offering the outlaw buddy sure. documentation, I'm gonna take him seriously. He's like, hey, psst, psst. <laughs> hey, bud, I got outlaw butts <laughs> out back in the van. <laughs> anyway, uh, the defendant, uh, this lady, they they did this augmentation. She uh, she didn't do so. Huh? She didn't make it. She passed away at the hospital. Then the defendants fled the scene without informing authorities or paramedics that the victim had undergone the procedure, according to investigators. The cosmetic procedure involved injecting an uncontained liquid silicone substance directly into the buttocks to make the buttocks look fuller, the police said in a statement. The consequence of injecting uncontained silicone into the body is it can enter the bloodstream and then create... And there's a word I don't know. So you medical folks, let me know. Embolisms. That's E M B O L I S M. What's that? Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I know that word's right because <laughs> I've heard my wife say it before. Okay. Because I'm thinking it's like an emblem, like when you get like a like a Mortal Combat <laughs> silicone implant or something. This uh, embolism in- is the lodging of an embolus is a blockage causing is a blockage causing piece of material inside a blood vessel. Oh, okay. So. That, that uh, clears it right up. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. It could be a blood clot, uh, a fat gobule, or a bubble of air or other gas. Amniotic fluid. That's how I know it because Dieter used to talk yeah. about it. Oh, anyways, or in go. this case, just a big old thing of liquid silicone. Sure. Right. <laughs> Blocking up your Do you arteries. Do you think she had like a caulk gun? You know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would think it was something like that. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. If it works for sour cream at Taco Bell, I don't know why it would work <laughs> for butt implants. Anyway, police are seeking additional women who received the treatment. So, Do you think like it's just... Because this outlaw butt procedures, you think they just went down to like Home Depot and picked up a couple of things in silicone call? You know, maybe. I mean, just like we'll cut our costs way down. I mean, I wonder how much they spend on this. Because I mean, look, I I know nothing about the world of plastic surgery. Me either. Yeah, but I'm just assuming based on that one episode of Nip Tuck I watched one time back in the 2000s <laughs> that if somebody was going to get a butt lift. They would actually slice the cheek and then put one of those little silicone pouches in there. Maybe. I don't That's know. That's just what I think would happen. Yeah. But like you're talking about it. I mean, from this article, it sounds like they're just shooting caulking. Like sure. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like uh, we should see uh, like if we get to one million Patreon subscribers one day, I will get butt implants. You know, <laughs> well, we'll be able to afford them if we have that exactly many right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to do outlaw ones. I want to get the real ones. <laughs> Everybody, sign up for Patreon so we can get John a new set of cheeks. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> a new, 
I get some. I get a butt. I, I will be unstoppable if I, I have a butt. You know, I've always <laughs> felt like the Lord was like, "We made you as perfect as we could. If we would have given you a butt, then the world much. would not be able to handle you. You would take over everything. You know, oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. But if you get like silicone butt implants, like, can you feel spankings after that? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to experiment. <laughs> you might be unstoppable at that point. <laughs> John's grown too powerful. <laughs> that turned out to be the Antichrist because I have I get butt implants. I bring the whole world together. I mean, he's already talking about burning his Sunday school book. Right. It's sitting looking good, y'all. <laughs> okay. Well, talk, let's stay in the butt area. Okay. Um, the smart toilet era is here. Are you ready to share your anal print with big tech? I'm not, but you know what? There's no doubt that they're going to get it. Oh, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You think big tech's going to ask if they can have your anal imprint? No. <laughs> they're just going to take it. No. Oh, no. Oh, I clicked off the story, but they're back on it. This is a long article, okay? Okay. I'm just going to try to hit the highlights. That's a good plan. For the past 10 years, Sonia Gregero has been thinking about toilets, and more specifically, what we deposit into them. We are late, which I can tell her that. Like, <laughs> you know, The answer is, there's no end. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we are laser-focused on the analysis of stool, says Duke University, says the Duke University resource professor. And that's not a pun. Yeah. Says we think there is an incredible untapped opportunity for health data, and this information is not tapped because of the universal aversion to having anything to do with your stool. So that's probably true a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. As the co-founder of Coprata, Grego Grego, <sighs> heck, I don't know how I said her name the first time. I've already forgotten. Sonia. Sonia is working on a toilet that uses sensors and artificial intelligence to analyze waste. She hopes to have an early model for a pilot study ready within nine months. The toilet that you have in your home has not functionally changed in its design since it was first introduced, she said, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was back in like the second half of the 19th century. So there are, of course, now loos with genital washing capabilities. I've been, I've been on that. I've been wanting that. Uh, or heated seats. But this is basic compared to what she's envisioning. It sounds like she's talking about pooping in a robot. It seems it's like it. analyze. Uh, it's like a mass spectrometer yes. in there or whatever. And yeah. then your toilet prints out a little readout that says you need to change your diet yeah, right. in these ways. You've yeah. got too much of this. You need some more of this. Sure. You possibly you have cancer or something like that. It's really brilliant. Would you how horrible would it be to go and and take a dump and then get a <laughs> cancer diagnosis from your toilet? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. like, they're like, Let's just make a call your doctor soon, you know, print out or whatever. Yeah, well, so what? I can so I can ignore those just right. like I do the little red light in my exactly. truck. What if it like prints out as like you've had too much Taco Bell, you know, <laughs> or whatever? And I'm like, I'll tell you yeah, when right. I've had enough Taco Bell. Like, where do smart I un- toilet? Where do I unplug this at? <laughs> Um, The smart toilet's time has come, and it's potentially a huge market. In the developed world, everyone who is able to uses a toilet multiple times a day. She adds that she can certainly envision a world in which a toilet does have more 
does more than flush excrement and that that toilet's available to every household. There are numerous companies working on bringing that to the market, a race to the bottom, if you will, the article <laughs> says. So uh, they believe the Lou could be the ultimate health monitoring tool. Grego believes her product, which analyzes and tracks stool samples and sends the data to an app, will provide information related to cancer and many chronic diseases. For general consumers, it will provide peace of mind, she says, by establishing a healthy baseline. Having technology that tracks what is normal for an individual could provide an early warning that a checkup is needed, she said. It's very difficult to know when to escalate or de-escalate treatment, she also says. Stool-based biomarkers can provide that information. So Hmm. it goes on. I mean, it's super long. I don't want to read all of it because I got off track talking about Deidre being mad at me for something Libby did today. (laughs) But you know what? I think we can all see where this is going, right? Like, all this is very impressive. And I see, like, the potential health benefits and how this could monitor a person's health and maybe give them, like, some, you know, warning, like, if there's certain signs. But ultimately, we all know that this will just be used to sell us more personalized ads. Yeah, right? Sure, right. That's yeah. what all this is going to be used for is <laughs> so we get more or less Taco Bell ads, KFC ads, sure. cancer doctor ads. <laughs> right. All this is going to be used to just sell us more They're All tie in together. <laughs> yes. No pun intended. <laughs> That's true. I also thought, you know, uh, it may be beneficial for setting some world records. Too, you know, <laughs> yes. there have been times. So I think all of us have been like, I should call someone because I've just set a record, right? <laughs> right. So maybe this will be the way to do it. You right. know, no, I don't know. Huh? There you go. Well, I will get one honestly if it has a bidet on it. <laughs> if it has a bidet, I'll on get it. one. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind. You can analyze my stool. <laughs> well, John, I'm going to read my last story here, and this is just a perfect story to end on because we've been to some dark spots sure. in this episode. Yeah, no, you're right. But we are going to end on a crypto trading hamster. Okay. And uh, this comes from NPR. A crypto trading hamster performs better than Warren Buffett and the S&P 500. Okay. What if I told you there was a hamster who had been trading cryptocurrency since June and recently he's doing better than Warren Buffett and the S&P 500? Meet Mr. Gox, spelled G-O-X-X, a hamster who works out of what is possibly the most high-tech hamster cage in existence. It's designed so that when Mr. Gox runs on the hamster wheel, he can select among a dozen cryptocurrencies and then, deciding between two tunnels, he chooses whether he wants to buy or sell that currency. Hmm. According to the Twitch account for the hamster, his decision has is sent over to a real trading platform, and yes, real money is involved. The human behind this hamster's account and money has not been made public, but what we can tell you is that his portfolio is up nearly 20% since he started trading in June. Wow. According to his Twitter account. And as of September 12th, Mr. Gox was performing better than Bitcoin, the NASDAQ 100, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, and the S&P 500. While Mr. Gox's methodology is random at best, which I think that's a little presumptuous. Yeah. I mean. Give give the guy credit. I mean, he ain't making money. Sure. And he's got a pair of little glasses that make him look super smart. (laughs) 
Anyway, it does remind us that where people get their financial advice from is certainly changing. We've seen people getting tips from TikTok and from two kids in Baltimore. And in recent years, there's been more stock picking on Wall Street from bots. Uh-oh. We got, a, we got an issue. Maybe maybe we should pause. You want to open it? Yeah, open the door. Josiah, what's wrong, bud? We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Anyway, and in recent years, there's been more stock picking on Wall Street from bots. NPR's Planet Money even built its own in 2017 that invested money based off President Donald Trump's tweets. So that's the end of the uh, the article. But he's such a cute little hamster. He's just yeah. uh, running on his wheel, picking cryptocurrencies and buying and selling <laughs> them. Well, I would say that uh, this should probably show people that are dabbling in the stock market <laughs> just how any idiot can do it, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it is a hamster. Was same same thing for like gambling on sports, right? Mm-hmm. Every year they'll have like a turkey that will, you know, crap on whatever team's logo he wants to bet on that week and it'll end up like, you know, with some insane record. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I should have followed the turkey's picks or whatever. I heard about a study that was done uh, where like bowl season, they just uh, did uh, girlfriends picking teams based on their uniform colors. Yeah. Tended to make better picks, yeah. than the uh, the pickers. Well, so. it's like uh, you know the lady in your office who never watches college basketball and it gets to be March Madness will have the best bracket because she <laughs> right. she just went with whatever mascot she liked the best or something. You know, yeah. it's wild. Oh, good for this hamster. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, probably good for this hamster's owner more, <laughs> more you know more or less. So, I guess roll with it. What do you think a hamster? What do you think he spends his money on? I don't know. New wheel? I don't know. <laughs> a little more little tubes I mean, to crawl it, through. I was gonna say, if you're a hamster, you what really, do you want besides more pellets? I, I don't know. We've huh. had we've owned several hamsters, by the way, in the long household. Have not you, have you not let any of them uh, play around with some money? No, no, happen <laughs> on Robin Hood. They're not the best like pets, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you can hold them or whatever. Some of them, we have one that would bite you. You know, right. it bites you like crazy, but all the other ones you could hold pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, you know, can't train them to do anything, really. Um, they don't last long. Yeah, no, but they'll die in a heartbeat. They will. You know, I don't know. I thought it was us for a while. I was like, are we just killing hamsters? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, guys, I'm running out of Walmart bags to throw these things in the trash with. Let's get it all together. And then I and did some research. don't get two of them because it doesn't take a lot for them to result to cannibalism. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. They'll eat their babies and stuff, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Well, let's talk about toe popping, Tiny. Okay. A high-ranking Providence school administrator with a history of toe popping students. He's toe popping students. Okay. Now, this is a new term for me. What is toe popping? I assume he's like, like you pop your knuckles, he's popping people's toes. Oh. Because to be honest with you, I only read the headline before I came in here. Okay. All right. Well, let's find out together. Popping, I thought he was toe popping and locking. <laughs> it was like a dance. He's like break dancing <laughs> with his toes. That's impressive. That's an America's Got Talent guy, you know? Yeah. Um, anyways, he had a history of toe popping students, was arrested this week, and accused of forcibly giving a foot massage to an underage male at a gym uh, in war. I see where this is going. 
Now, I don't know how you could forcibly give a toe massage or a foot massage, right? Oh, well, I mean, I would assume you have somebody hold them down. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would, like, Tiny, if you wanted to give me a foot massage right now, number one, <laughs> I would let you, okay? But if I didn't let you, I feel like I could get my, I feel like I could put my foot back on the ground, you know, right. <laughs> and end the whole thing. You know? Just kick his face off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, court records show Warwick police arrested Providence Network Superintendent of Secondary Schools Olanya Alleji, 40, on Monday after a man and his son contacted law enforcement about an alleged assault that happened back in April. Is there a picture? No, okay. not yet. I hadn't gotten that far. There may be one. I'm going to assume the worst. <laughs> According to the Police, a man later identified as Alleggi, approached the underage male at a gym and asked him about his workout shoes. Before the juvenile male was able to answer, Alleggi picked up the juvenile male's right foot and began taking his shoe off without asking permission, police wrote in the sworn affidavit. Hmm. Alleggi then proceeded to grab the heel of the juvenile male's foot as he attempted to pull his foot away and pulled off the juvenile male's socks. Alleggi later dropped the sock and began to massage the juvenile male's foot for approximately 30 to 40 seconds. The juvenile male tried to pull his foot away, but the male would not let go of his foot. Here is a picture of him. Okay. Um, when the underage male was able to remove his foot from Alleggi's grasp, police reported he moved away and continued to work out, trying to avoid interacting with the adult. Stanley from the, the office, he has a dark side. <laughs> it does look like Stanley a little bit. <laughs> um, the only other interaction with Alleggi was when he was working out on a machine, allegedly smile, Alleggi smiled and winked at him, the police report. Uh, the police wrote in a report. Police who said there was video surveillance that supported the allegations charged him with simple assault or battery, which is a misdemeanor. He did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday, but police records show uh, that police interviewed him after the alleged assault. Hmm. He denied rubbing the victim's bare foot, but did acknowledge touching it. Alleggi estimated it was just a second and that he touched the victim's bare foot and denies rubbing it for a prolonged period. Hmm. Mm, let's see. This isn't the first time he's been accused of touching a student-aged children's feet. Before he was hired in Providence uh, by Providence Superintendent Harrison Peters in 2020, he spent 15 years in Hillsborough County Public School System in Florida. During that time, he uh, served as an assistant principal where students complained of a strange form of punishment that he employed. Five boys told, this is from the Sun Sentinel's article in 2009, five boys told deputies that King High Assistant Principal Ola, Ola Yenka Elegi asked them on numerous occasions to take off a shoe and sock behind closed door and allow them to pop their toes. They said it didn't hurt, but they didn't like it either. Yeah, it sounds super creepy. Yeah. This this dude's got to go. Yeah, no, he's definitely a foot guy, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And to me, 
if you're a foot guy, go work at the Foot Locker. You know, <laughs> right. like I mean, that's like that is your dream job. Why are you doing in a school, man? I mean, teachers don't want to work in a school. Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you doing there? Like, if you like feet, the Foot Locker's the place for you. Yeah, yeah. You, you can get a lot of foot touching in there. I imagine. Yeah, I don't know, man. I haven't had help help buying shoes in a long, like real help. Like, let me see if those fit right for you in all that long mm-hmm. time. So I don't know. But this dude's definitely a weirdo. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. I mean, I just thinking like, what would I do if Thomas came home? I was like, hey, the principal called me to the office and asked me to take off my shoe and he popped my toes today. You know, like, well, I guess I'll be up there at 8 a.m. in the morning, you know, like <laughs> with uh, tiny yeah, right. <laughs> and a baseball bat. <laughs> Man, that is weird. You know, that's what I, I yeah. think I would sit down first and be like, hey, uh, first of all, tell me what my kid did because I never try to assume my kid's the innocent one. <laughs> I always assume they're guilty. Which, yeah. uh, you know, that's just how I am because they have my DNA in them. Mm-hmm. And then once we got that out of the way, I'd be like, Look, man, that, what you did was very weird. Like, that's yeah. inappropriate. Are you like a foot guy? No judgment from me. Mm-hmm. Are you a foot guy? And see what he has to say. I don't know. And I, then be like, hey, you know, there's some really nice tires on your car. It'd be a shame <laughs> if somebody slashed them. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'd blow up his house for sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Well, uh, let's shift gears here and talk about another great foot guy, Brandon White. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is not a good segue. Cajun Curl ads are really the probably the greatest spot in a show. <laughs> if people fast forward through them, they don't know. We once sold a whole bunch of spice to like a youth camp. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know about that, did we? <laughs> we did. Okay, that's great. I didn't know. Good. Uh, I'm glad Brandon's getting his money's worth, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, and you can order the spice right there on their website. They only give consensual foot massages. Sure, yeah. <laughs> now, if you find the Cajun Curl's food truck, uh, if, all you got to do is ask, and Brandon <laughs> will rub your feet. <laughs> That's all. He offers that as a service. <laughs> That might be fake news, but hey. Look, go ask you. I want everybody to ask you for a foot massage. I mean, you do have a 50-50 shot. Right, yeah. You know, that's fine. The worst he can do is say no. Yeah, right. You're still going to get some delicious food. Yeah. Like if, what, think about, though, if you're kicked back eating some nice Cajun Curls food from the food truck, getting your foot rubbed at the same time. That is amazing. It does right sound there. amazing. It really does. Cajun Curls food truck and foot massage. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was created on the Elm Bay. You were talking about Cajun curl, not foot massages. Those, were, those have been going on for centuries uh, in Evangeline Parish. And it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun curl Bayou Bunda Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, foot massages, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Uh, Cajun curl Bayou Bunda Spice will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. 
You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own all on the website. Uh, if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Skyland Boulevard, uh, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, South's Finest Meats, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace Boulevard. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. <laughs> John, we have a, a voicemail, I think. Do we okay. have a voicemail? I don't know. September 18th. No, we don't have any voicemails okay. this week. Well, fancy that. That's so, fine. <laughs> so we're not. It's probably because we recorded like. Probably. Way, you know, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, uh, a guy, Andy, who uh, works with us the, the other day, Stopped by the office. He's he's a furniture rep for mm-hmm. a furniture company. So shout out to Andy, by the way, awesome dude. Uh, he was like, uh, "Hey man, I got to get back to the podcast and hear what you had to say about a naked woman." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I, I don't remember talking about a naked woman." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I had to go back and listen myself on that. <laughs> but I think it was about the story I did. So uh, we do have some questions though. Okay. And now it's time for. John questions about stuff. We like to ask John questions on the show. If you have some questions for John Long, you can join our Discord server, link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff subchannel. Which, by the way, Libby took my phone when we were with Ollie at Taekwondo and put those pictures in there, and I didn't realize yes. it until I went to bash Five Guys Fries in the Discord. <laughs> So, for all you weirdos out there, my daughter's picture is now on our Discord. So, <laughs> All right. Our first question comes from Raytheon. Have you ever caught yourself blowing on ice cream as you would normally blow on hot soup or coffee? The funny thing is, is my wife has told me I blow on every bite of anything I eat really? before I eat it. I don't even, I'm not even conscious that I do it. Huh. She's told me that on multiple occasions. So it's almost yes. like you have an oral fixation. Yeah. No, I do. Of course. <laughs> I do. It's several different ways. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, I've never done that because that just sounds dumb to me. Yeah. But apparently. I do. it. I think I was just trained as a kid, probably, you know, like make sure it's not hot before you yeah. put it in your mouth. And so I just developed the habit of I have to blow on everything before I put it in my mouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, the driver asked, do you ever fall asleep in a living room chair and then get up to go to bed only to find yourself now wide awake? Yeah, I don't really fall asleep in a living room chair that much, but that has happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But normally I'm awake, and, and then when I get sleepy, I'm like, well, I'm going to get in a bed, and I'll go to sleep. Right. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, if I fall asleep in a chair, I'm still sleepy. Like, yeah. if I wake up and go to bed, I'm I'm still sleepy. Yeah, so. right. Now, I will be sleepy sometimes and get in bed, and mm-hmm. then I won't be able to fall asleep. That's the worst. I tell you what, those chairs that uh, I got from Jeff. No, okay. Let's keep talking about the chairs from Jeff. Okay. <laughs> those things are so comfortable. They're almost too comfortable. 
And oh, there yeah. has been a time or two where I fell asleep in those and woke up and didn't go to bed oh, because like, I was staying? more comfortable okay. in that chair. Huh. So interesting. <laughs> just saying. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Probably put some sort of drugs or something on them. I don't know. <laughs> Stan Wright asks, what is the top five best slash worst ways to die? <laughs> you, want, you want to take the best and I'll take the worst? <laughs> Man, but the number one way to die, I think, that everybody wants to die is in the act of making love, right? I mean, that's got to be, be the best way to be go. all Not the best for your partner, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're going to need years of therapy. <laughs> sure, right. But it's a pretty good deal for you. Yeah, right. I guess number two would be peacefully in your sleep. Um, number three, good way to die. Uh, surrounded by friends and loved ones. Um, As they stab to death. <laughs> well, you know, like uh, I was listening to another podcast that brought this up, but I, I, they were talking about Daniel Boone mm-hmm. and uh, how he died at his home with his family around. It's like, you know, death used to be like a really personal thing, and now it's kind of impersonalized because p- most people die at a hospital, and you yeah. may get called in right before anything happens. And your loved ones immediately ask for you to be rolled away. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't see you again until after you've been, you know, fixed up sure. by the funeral home right. people. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I, I would think having your friends and family around uh, would be really, really good way to die. Mm-hmm. And number five, I don't know, blowing on ice cream. <laughs> what a great way to die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Five, top five worst ways to die. I got to think burning alive. That's my number That's one. That's got to be yeah. extremely painful. Definitely. Uh, number two, I would... Again, this isn't science. Uh, this isn't like scientific, but I would think Roman crucifixion. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's got to be pretty bad. Yeah, where you're literally hung up on a cross to suffer to death. Sure. Yeah, that's not good. Number three, I would say probably being raped to death. Not a fun yeah. way to go. Yeah, I don't uh, think that one would be good. <laughs> number four, uh, drowning. That's probably pretty rough. Yeah, that would be tough. And number five. I don't know, uh, getting sucked into space. Okay. I was through thinking, a tiny little hole. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking choking. Because I got choked on a pistachio the other day in the mm-hmm. office. I don't know if I told this, but there was like a, a like a five-second window there, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm about to die. We'll there replace was... drowning with choking. Because okay. when you drown, you're choking on water. So Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm about to die. Like, I was cognizant of mm-hmm. the fact that if I can't get this up, I will die. And there's no one here to help me, and I'm just going to die. You know, yeah, but I gotta say, if you're in space and then like a little micro meteor comes slamming through your capsule, that's tough. And there's a little like I don't know five seven inch hole, yeah, and you get sucked through that little bitty hole. It's gonna be tough. That's probably pretty bad. Very slim chance that'll happen to you or I. No, but, yeah, but choking much more likely. But I could imagine it'd be bad. Yeah, no, it'd be real bad. Yeah, yeah. Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and last question, Stan Wright asked, do you believe, what do you believe is the greatest threat to mankind? Mankind. I agree. Yeah. And not the wrestler, yeah. but no. mankind as He's top 10. <laughs> He's yeah. top 10, but he's not number one. He's number six, worst way to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, humanity is the, is the worst. And I don't say that as like uh, some sort of edgy type. Mm-hmm. Well, humanity's horrible because we have our good points, but we are a destructive people. And 
sooner or later we'll do something stupid that'll kill all of us. You just know it'll happen. Yeah, so. and like when you think of people's fears, I would you know number one for most people is probably getting like raped and murdered. Sure, and you're not getting killed by a giraffe. Yeah, you know you're not getting raped to death by a zebra. Right, it's another person. Yeah, no. so. Right by giraffes can't be fun either, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not like or zebra. I'm not worried about a giraffe sneaking into oh, yeah, my no, house no. and no. like putting a pillow over my face and like his buddy <laughs> giraffe holds me down, you know. Now, Wilts, I think, put story in our Facebook group about gorillas performing oral sex on each other. <laughs> Did you see that? I don't know if I saw it. I, I think I did. At a zoo? At a zoo? Yeah, so it's maybe <laughs> this is how very it wary, you know. <laughs> like, like I don't want to get too close. I didn't ever really want to get close to gorillas, anyways. But yes. yeah, if they see is- a man like me, <laughs> I might be in for some action. That's all I'm saying. I'm pretty sure this is how Planet of the Apes started, didn't it? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like that was the telltale sign that they're they're, uh, they're becoming sentient. They're getting too smart. They're <laughs> yeah, growing right. too powerful. <laughs> all right, John. Well. One thing we have to do before this free show ends is we have to thank our patrons. We thank all of our patrons so much for keeping this show going. And we would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Mr. Warsaw, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. We thank you all so much. And because it was an internet show last time, I forgot to even mention this, but I sent out some stickers and some oh, fridge magnets right. to yeah. the patrons. So hopefully y'all all got those. Fridge magnets? We got fridge magnets? We do. All right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know about that. Let's go. It's You can put it right there beside your... Uh, Ambulance chasing attorney sticker. Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> We're basically one in the same. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For whatever reason, if you didn't get one, let me know about it and I'll send one out maybe six months from now. <laughs> That's right. Look, <laughs> four to six months, standard shipping. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Credit to Nicole because. I think I said something in the Discord about John couldn't meet. So we're going to, it's going to be late this week. We're going to try to record Wednesday. And she was all like, oh, take your time. You know, I got my sticker. <laughs> I was like, ooh, you know what? Instead of playing Xbox, maybe I should just use this time that I would have spent for podcasting and just address no, some envelopes way and to go. send some stuff out. So credit to me. Credit to Tiny for yeah. real. Yeah, because I never would have done it. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> Uh, credit to Tiny. I tell you what, if you would like to be one of those individuals that get stickers sure. and magnets in the mail. <laughs> Randomly in the mail. <laughs> you might want to go ahead and sign up now. It's a deal. Because you've only got, I don't know, maybe a year until sure. I do this again. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> to the annual sticker magnet mail out. <laughs> yes. You can head to patreon.com slash earth oddity. We have several different tiers, but if you sign up at the $5 tier, you get an extended show every single week. And then... Sometimes it's supposed to be once a month, although we need to make up for yeah, we a gotta do shows. it. Yeah, we got we're gonna do a, a good one. Yeah, we are a really good one. Yeah, which Tiny had a real good segment idea, and I think we should do a whole show on that. Okay, hey, yeah. well, you know what? We we need some yeah. content, so right? I think that's what good. we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> that is patreon.com slash earth oddity, extend your oddity. Sure. 
Speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension? Oh, uh, we got a guy in a little trouble for trying to do some stuff with some pop bombs. <laughs> okay, that'll yeah. that'll get you in trouble. Yeah, definitely will. Uh, we are also going to talk about why Ukrainians' army is the sexiest army. Okay, and I think we we're going to we may even talk about Five Guys. Yeah, I got a whole <laughs> Five Guys Odyssey to talk about. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that'll about do it for the free show. You got anything else? No, other than join the Patreon if you want to hear me talk about stuff that I don't really talk about in public. <laughs> yes. So I think that, that should be worth the price of admission. <laughs> you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on all those. That's right. If you want to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We forgot some- to post show art this week, by the way. <laughs> we- it just dawned on me. Sorry. We usually have show art. Yeah. You know what? Our last show show art was pretty good. I may go back and post it tonight. <laughs> if I remember once we're done. That is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a discord server link yep. in the show notes and we have a phone number that you can call or text what's that phone number that is 662-493-2059 that's 662-493-2059 we hope everyone out there has an excellent week earth oddity for the fringe radio network signing off love y'all bye This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, patrons, welcome to the Patreon extension to the show. Five guys. Better than McDonald's as far as French fries go. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Not really.